Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast, where I help time-starved business owners cut their hours without losing income, dropping the ball with clients, or hurting the customer experience. I'm your host, Leah Ramalay. Since 2009, I've built six and seven-figure income streams while working part-time hours. This is possible and you are capable, so let's jump in. Welcome to the very first episode of the Balancing Busy podcast. And to kick things off, we're talking about keeping motivation or really just continuing to do the work when you're just not feeling it. I don't know about you, but I've had those moments where I've wondered, how does she do it? Oh, especially years and years ago. I really asked myself all the time, how is she doing it? Really? Can someone please explain how, like actually how is she doing it? If you've ever wondered that, if you've wished you could know how some are able to get more done in a day than others do in a month, how do they keep showing up? Do they just always feel like it? Do they have some spring of never-ending motivation that wells up from inside of them that the rest of us are missing? Because there are days when you're not feeling it, when you don't have that magic. And here's the beauty. It's actually not magic, although it can feel pretty magical once you figure it out. In this episode, I want to talk you through my most successful years, the ones where I was cranking out content, feeling especially inspired and exceeding my goals and income projections. But also, I was taking vacations, I was volunteering in my kids' classrooms, I was having date nights and getting enough sleep and girls' nights and exercise. In other words, truly feeling like I was thriving, not just surviving. One thing that is so important to me and that I am going to come back to over and over in the Balancing Busy podcast is to get you out of survival mode and get you into thrive mode. So I took some time and I just sat down and I really started looking at what was it that I was doing especially well in my best years over the last 14 years when I can pinpoint, oh, that year and that year and that year and that year, killing it. Everything felt so great. What was it that I was especially doing right So I want to dig in with you because each of these lessons have been huge in the growth of my business and in my ability to live the lifestyle that I've dreamed about, which is really just about being able to be incredibly present for my family and have an incredible income in the process. I want to have a supremely happy family and a very happy bank account. And that's what I want for you too. And that's what I want for all of my clients. It's about living in abundance and having this happy, just joy-filled family. So I'm going to adapt this episode from an article that I originally wrote while we were living in another country. I think we were in Bali at the time, and it was just because we wanted to. Before that, we had been in Australia and Japan and Hong Kong and London. We were spending at least a month in each one of these countries. We had taken our kids out of school and the five of us were traveling full time and I would work from my laptop and we were just loving this incredible experience. And you might be thinking, who can do that? And the answer is really anyone can. I felt the same way. I remember when I first 
heard of the idea of, you know, full-time traveling and thought, oh my gosh, what a dream. That must be nice. But honestly, anyone can. We just had to make sure that I was well-organized, that I had an income that could be made from anywhere, and the rest was logistics. So I believe when these lessons are mastered, it's the difference between feeling confident about your business, systems, and income, and, well, not. Are you ready? Okay, let's jump in to this episode. Actually, before we jump in, can I ask you a question? What are you going to do with this information? I want you to decide right now. Are you going to do something with it? Will you take action? And if so, by when? Here's the thing. There are nuggets in here that can change your life. They can change your business, your relationships, but only if we do something with them. And that's true with anything. That's true with the awesome personal development books that you listen to or the podcast episode that you listened to before this. Things change when we take action, when we commit. So how are you going to remember? Will you carve out and schedule time to ensure that you take this action? Because that's the first great lesson, and it's a bonus one. We have to take action, and not just the reactive kind. We need to be proactive if we want different and better results. I'm going to say it again because it's so important. If you want different and better results, then the key, the first key, the key that starts the ignition is being proactive in the steps you take, in the action you take, in the growth that you're after. Okay, so now that you've made a commitment to yourself because you know that your goals, your freedom, your dreams, that they are all worth it, let's jump in. To begin, one of the characteristics of the most successful people that I have known, studied, is that they treat time like it is the most precious commodity that they have because it is. They do not treat their money like it is the most precious commodity they have. Like that is the thing they're worried about losing. They treat time like that is the precious commodity that they're afraid of losing. And that is a very, very strong differentiator. The person who doesn't understand the value of time is going to have a hard time trading their money for better systems, better results, more time. The person who understands that time is their greatest asset is willing to trade their money for more time. The number one goal killer that I know of is distraction. Hands down. Distraction gets in our way from allowing us to achieve what we want. We cannot allow distractions to hold our dreams back. And yet it happens all the time, every single day, people's dreams go to the wayside because of distraction. What I have found that has worked the best for me is time blocking. I block out time for specific tasks. I take it as far as setting a timer. I'm like, okay, the next 60 minutes, I am working on this. I set a timer. Everything else is to airplane mode and go. I close out all of the distractions, especially my phone. I have no notifications allowed on my phone at all. I set all the other tabs and open windows on my computer are either minimized or they are closed out. Email is absolutely closed off and out. Everything is turned off because I don't want to have that amazing magical moment where you're in the zone, you are making progress, and then 
you get distracted. Something beeps, something grabs for your attention. It is critical that you give yourself every advantage possible so that you win. Notifications, text messages, phone calls, the chime of your email, those are distractions' favorite form of chaos to throw at us. So close out your email, close out all the open tabs, except for what is pertinent to your current project, set a timer, and go to work. Dieter F. Uchtdorf asked and then answered when he said, do you want to change the shape of your life? And I think we're all like, yes, yes, I do. He then responded, change the shape of your day. Do you want to change your day? Change your hour. And we can take that even smaller and say, then change and focus minute by minute. If we take 15-minute blocks and we are super intentional, we're going to change our hours, we're going to change our days, and that's going to change our life. Okay, number two, make time to fill up your creative tank. When we get busy, one of the first things that we let go of is those little rituals that fill our creative tanks. In the short term, it's fine. In the long term, it hurts us. And it hurts us because we lose the fun. We lose the inspiration. We lose the creativity that we need to continue to be innovative. Things begin to feel like a chore instead of once when you're like, oh, when I started, it was so fun. I couldn't wait. I bet somewhere throughout, you dropped off those opportunities to just be creative, to learn, to try something, to just fill that creative tank. And it's such an easy thing to slip on because we get busy and it makes sense that when we're thinking about what what do I need to let go of, that we're going to let go of just being creative to be creative because the other things make money, they need to be done, they have deadlines and timelines So the easiest solution that I have found is just to periodically schedule time to fill my creative tank. I just schedule it into my calendar. It looks like making time for great books, for personal development, for play research, which is me just kind of scouring the internet, allowing myself to actually go down the rabbit holes just to learn cool things. And then, of course, podcasts. I listen, I read, I happen either while I'm driving or when I take my dog for a walk or when I'm running. I fit them in wherever wherever they are, you know, if we're thinking about books and podcasts and those kind of things. And then the play research, I just schedule it into my calendar. You can fill your creative cup just with great conversation or an amazing girls weekend. Oh, how I love a great girls weekend. It always does wonders for the soul. And if it can be part of a retreat or a mastermind, that is even better. Today's episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. And with the Balancing Busy podcast, you can get 50% off and make your email marketing beautiful simplified and well actually send email out which is the whole goal i have been using flowdesk for several years now i love it i even transferred all of my private clients over to flowdesk because they were all struggling with email systems that were bulky clanky frustrating and therein they didn't send emails and now they're sending them regularly you can try flowdesk at 50 percent off by going to flowdesk F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot balancingbusy.com. 
Number three, don't expect others to validate your dreams. This is huge. Not everyone is going to get your dream. In fact, often those who you are closest with, they may understand it the least, and that is okay. The entrepreneurial spirit is not for everyone, and your incredible vision may not be viewable by those closest to you. That's just the honest truth. They may not get it. Don't let that discourage you. Don't hold it against them, and don't hold it against yourself. In time, as your dreams become reality, they will be able to see what you've seen all along. But at the beginning, they might not see it. And that is okay. Having support from others does matter. We do need it. So that means you need to look to cultivate relationships that can lift you and encourage you in other social circles. It may purely be through your library card and personal development books. Many of my closest entrepreneurial friends and cheerleaders, they started as online friends. There are people I met at mastermind retreats, at events, and they became some of my dearest friends. My encouragement, your encouragement may not come from your immediate family. And that cannot be something that stops you. Don't look for others to validate your dreams. You don't need it. You can do this. Without that validation, you're just going to have to dig deep inside yourself and trust that there is a reason this has been put on your heart and you are going to go for it. Number four, invest in your growth. This is how you speed up how long it's going to take you to reach your revenue goals. Never stop investing in your growth. There are so many incredible virtual courses that will teach you, inspire you, help you to continue to grow. I'm also a huge fan of live conferences and retreats so that you can surround yourself with the fellow creatives, what we were talking about in number three, right? When you need those people who believe in you, who can encourage you, who you can bounce ideas off of, but it's not your immediate family, you can find those in retreats, in coaching, in masterminds. So go and find those things that you need. You get to then learn from inspiring top entrepreneurs who have already gotten to where you want to go and share with you what they've learned the hard way. And now you can bypass some of that pain and get those results just a little bit faster. It's an amazing experience that's worth setting as a goal and as a priority. We have two different options at Leah Remelay International. The first is for those who want to get to six figures. They want to do it quickly, efficiently, and they want to do it in a way where you keep that balance. You're not in survival mode. You're not watching your relationships fall apart in the process because you are not balancing and everything is falling apart. If you're interested in that, we have Growth Getters, which is our group coaching membership. And then we also have our Mastermind. This is for those who have well exceeded six figures and they have their next goal and they want to do it in a way that feels great. They want to have more systems, more organization. They want community. They want women who are where they are that they can talk with. They want the retreat experience, all of those things. So two things that you can look into. Okay, back to this episode. Number five. You have a peak performance time. You want to find this. Here's the thing. We all have different times where we work our best. If you don't honor that and you're just trying to force it to come out, it's not going to be your best. When we do honor it, you just get more done faster. So 
how we find this is we just listen to our energy and we follow where it takes us. This was maybe the hardest thing for me to learn. I would get these blocks of time that were available and I would say, self, this is your time. You have to get all of this really important stuff done. You need to do brain busting, solution finding work, and it needs to happen now because that was the time that I had. This was especially, of course, at its loudest when my kids were really small and they were home 24-7 and I'd sit down and I'd try to get to work and I'd try and I'd try, but I just wasn't producing. Looking back, I've been at my best when I've listened to myself and honored the space I was in at a given moment. There are times when I hit that sweet spot. I mean, you just get into the zone, aka flow. Ideas, creativity, solutions, they just seem to freely flow through you and around you. It's when you look at the clock and you're like, wow, I can't believe that much time already went by. That's flow. That's being in the zone. And then there are those other times when you're just not. I mean, it is a struggle to get anything to come out of you, to get any inspiration, to make any progress. It's like you're just trying to walk through sludge and every step is so hard. It is okay sometimes to say, okay, this is not the time to do my brain busting work. This is the time to whatever, maybe some simpler tasks, something that's kind of fun, easy. If you want to be making progress because this is a time and see if you can get yourself a space where you're in that just zone, that's when you do the hard work. That's when you really do that that stuff that that really needs full brain capacity. Now, you can either force it, but you know those sparks are never going to ignite, or you let the time be honored in a better form. Trying to push yourself to get into the zone, it's not going to produce the results the way that you want. Now, not necessarily always. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. And I do that whole tricking myself where I'm like, okay, just do it for five minutes. And then if you still don't want to, you don't have to or whatever the time period is. And it's kind of amazing. Once you get into it, a lot of times you're like, yes, I want to. But that's different than when I'm worn out. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. It's been a hard day. I've already had to make a lot of decisions. And so sitting down and trying to really think through some things that need problem solving, that need strategic solutions. I'm just not operating at my best. And that might be a time where I'm like, you know what? I am going to work on some simple content. I'm going to work on some creating. I'm going to work on something else where I can be a little bit more capable than, than you know, those, those big thoughts. We need to be content and trusting that the zone it will find you again. I think that's one of the biggest fears is we have this moment where we're just in the zone and then you get interrupted, you have to go take care of things, whatever it might be. And there's just this fear of like, what if it doesn't come back? And it will. It is going to come back. You are going to find it again. And doing some of these things to help you feel motivated, the last thing I want to add is creating just some really good rituals for yourself that make you feel good. These can be really simple. It could be motivation music or focus music. It could be watching a really inspiring two-minute YouTube video before you start. It could be 
lighting a candle or having some really fancy dark chocolate in your drawer that you get to have as a reward. It's definitely things like sitting down and having a plan before you get started, knowing what the most important things are that you accomplish that day, knowing that what is that one thing, that one thing that is going to drive your results, that if you did this, Maybe you wouldn't even have to do other things. That's Gary Keller, the one thing that makes it so that other things no longer even are required. When you are looking to just set up some things that bring joy, that make it more fun, that make you get excited to get into it and get to work. And it really is as simple as an amazing candle or some focus music or a two-minute YouTube video. I mean, these, these are things that take almost no time. They can make such an impact for you and really just help you get into the zone. Now I want to just give you a quick recap so that you can choose which one of these you want to try implementing immediately. Pick the one that you feel like could make the greatest impact for you. Number one, treat your time like it's the most precious commodity because it is. Number two, schedule time periodically to fill up your creative tank. This could be once a month, but this is like an insurance policy against burnout. Number three, let go of the expectation that other people need to get your dream. It's yours and it was placed on your heart for a reason. They don't have to get it for you to succeed. I promise. Number four, invest in your growth. I fully believe that I am the best investment I could ever put my money and time and resources into, and I invest accordingly. You have more power than anyone else to change your life and circumstances, so invest accordingly. Number five, start paying attention and looking for your peak performance times. You do have them. Are you better in the morning? Are you better at night? Look for when you do your best work and honor that. You are not a machine. So there are going to be times when no matter how much you're trying to force it, it's just not working. There's other times where you just got to kind of trick your way into it and you say, you know, I'm going to set a timer for five minutes and see how it goes. Listen to yourself and be okay with where you're at. And then my final little nugget for you, number six, is Create little rituals to bring more joy into your work. It can be as simple as getting that motivation back because you lit a candle, you had some fun dark chocolate waiting in your drawer, you've got this focus music, you watched a two-minute inspiring YouTube video, and now you're feeling ready. Also, just having a plan. I start every day by reviewing my big goal, by counting my blessings, I count 10 every day, saying my affirmations, and writing down the number one thing I can do to move my goal forward that day. This helps me get motivated. It helps me get inspired. So these are all simple things that you can do. Pick the one you want to start with and make it happen. I have been asked so many times over the years, how do you stay motivated? Here's the thing. Motivation actually isn't the goal at all. Motivation is fun and it feels really good, but it is fleeting. It doesn't stay with us. It's not about staying motivated. It's about staying committed. So you look for what is every hack, every trick in the book that I can use that will help me to stay committed, that will make me doing what I say I'm going to do easier. And when we bring that in, when we bring in fun, when we bring in joy, when we just 
bring in goodness into the work and being consistent, it actually feels really good. All right, if you've loved this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a genuine review. This is obviously a brand new podcast. You are listening to episode one and your reviews are so helpful. And let's be honest, you know, I'm totally going to read every single one and it's going to make my day. I want to say thank you so, so much to Jessis, not so perfect, who said already a favorite. This was from the trailer episode. Already a favorite. This show just launched, but I can already tell it's going to be a favorite. I've learned so much from Leah on Instagram that I can't wait to have weekly insights and tips from her in podcast form. Thank you so much for that. I cannot wait to give you more strategies for balancing busy. If you'd like to hear your own shout out, please leave me a review. Or if you just want to do an act of service today, leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcast. I check them all. I'm Leah Remelay, and this is the Balancing Busy Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you have a business and a life that lights you up. We are about getting more done in less time because you and your family are worth it.